0: So when was your last checkup? Oh no, not you. Although that's important too, but when was your last vehicle checkup? When it comes to service, nobody knows your Chevy better than your local Chevy dealer. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule an appointment today.
1: Good afternoon. It's Wendy Snyder in for Lisa Dent today. And I'm saying mnemonic wrong. It's not mnemonic. It's mnemonic. I know. Sorry, guys. I don't typically say that. Um, you know, an easy, handy way to remember that. <laughs> read a book. <laughs> Is that a way to do it? Uh, All right. We've got uh, a crisis at Marvel. We'll be talking about that today, among other things, with Alexander Zalbin, managing editor over at Decider.com. How are you, Alex? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Wendy? Doing really well. Now Bertrand, Steve Bertrand wanted me to get in here right away. We were um, talking about the writer's strike is over, the actor's strike is still um, going on, but it looks hopefully to be ending sometime soon. There is a gap in what we're going to be seeing. Has that gap Mm -hmm. started yet?
0: Uh, Not quite yet. I think if you're a TV fan, there are still so many TV shows that are coming out. Same thing with movies. But they are starting to kick things back a little bit. At this point, if you're talking about TV, you got the writer's room basically not hurrying through, but moving at a normal pace to try to get out scripts for whenever the uh, uh, actor's strike hopefully wraps up soon in the actor's favor, supporting the actor, supporting SAG. Uh, and once that happens, they can kind of kick things into gear. But at this point, let's say the Screen Actors Guild strike ends tomorrow. That still means you're going to have at least, and this is on the conservative end, uh, six weeks until you have any sort of like sitcoms or dramas or anything like that coming out there, assuming they have all the scripts ready, assuming they have all the pre-production ready, assuming they can go right into production. So that's a lot of assumptions. So at some point towards the end of the year, they're probably going to start page spacing things out. But at least when it comes to network TV, as you've probably seen, things like Yellowstone that previously were on Paramount Network or streaming are now going on CBS. They're actually big hits. There's a lot of reality shows that are going up. So, again, from the perspective of a TV fan and a movie fan, there's still plenty of stuff to watch. But in terms of your favorite shows like Abbott Elementary comes to mind and other things yeah. coming back, Still going to be a little while, and probably things aren't going to start up again if they ended it tomorrow until next year.
1: All right. Well, this is where binge watching comes in, and <laughs> I have. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about a, a couple of current shows. Um, you want to tell us about Invincible? What is this on Prime Video?
0: Sure. This is a adult animated show. I want to warn parents: don't watch this with your kids. It is one of the most violent animated shows <laughs> I've seen in my life. Uh, But it is another great superhero show from Prime Video. It finally returned for the second season after a two-year gap. It's based on a comic book by Robert Kirkman, who created Walking Dead. And it's basically a very straightforward superhero show. But the concept is there's this kid named Mark. His dad has the Superman-style greatest superhero in the world. And he always wants to have powers as well. He finally gets them. There's a big twist to go on there and some wild emotional things that happened before the end of the first season. That I don't want to ruin if you never checked it out. The second season is finally back as of today. It's going to be running four episodes. I've seen those four episodes. It's as good as ever, if not better. Again, more wild twists, more emotional swings. But I also want to emphasize it's very fun and funny at the same time. and has some of the best action I've seen from both live action and animation. Can I ask you about Bodies on Netflix? Sure. This is actually another comic book-based show that I think a lot of people don't know it. It's kind of snuck up on folks. It's a mystery that takes place over four timelines with four different detectives, and they all weave together. It's on Netflix now, and this is something, you know, every once in a while, a show with no fanfare, and it suddenly went to, number one, every- It Uh, There's a bunch of British actors who are in it, and I don't think anybody expected it to be this big. uh, But it's been huge. And it's also eminently bingeable. There's eight episodes. They're all about an hour each. It's a very twisty, winding mystery. If you're curious as well, it's based, again, on a graphic novel that is very hard to find. But if you plug through Amazon and other places, you can check it down.
1: Okay, and that's called Bodies? Mm-hmm. All right, there's another show that it kind of reminds me of that is, uh, I don't know when it came out. It's not brand new, but uh, I've been binge-watching it. It's called The After Party, and it's mm-hmm. like a murder mystery with the same cast that kind of changes stories. Is that an accurate description?
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good one. I, I love that show. It's great. two seasons. It's on Apple TV. It was sadly canceled, it, which is a real bummer. They're shopping it around to other places for a third season. Fingers crossed. I'm hopeful. But this is from Chris Miller and Phil Lord, the same people who are behind the Spider-Verse movies. They're also 22 Jump Street and 23 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, I figured it out eventually. Uh, and it has an all-star cast in it. Uh, just a who's who of comedy stars. Mitch Schwartz, Dave Franco, Ike Barinholtz, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, and the first season is all about pop star who gets murdered at an after party and everybody hangs around and tries to solve mystery. Each episode is its own little different genre. So you get a musical episode, you get an action movie episode of the style of Michael Bay. In the second season, there's something like a nineties sexual thriller romance that is so funny. Um, it's great. And if you're bummed about it being canceled, The first season is kind of a done-in-one mystery. The second season follows some of those characters at a new after-party, but it stands on its own as well. Very much well worth checking out on
1: Apple TV. And you see a very attractive uh, Elizabeth Perkins who is in this. I hadn't seen her in a long while. Mm -hmm. It's Yes. No, go it ahead. It's so just funny. it's It is laugh-out-loud funny. I've been definitely doing it. Um, also, uh, something on Netflix that's new, Niad, I saw some uh, previews for this. What's this about? Yeah, this is, uh, I
0: think, going to be a big deal when it comes to awards season in particular. So there's a new movie. It's on Netflix today. It's based on the true story of Diana Niyad, who is a 60-year-old who swam from Cuba to Florida without a shark cage. Yeah. Uh, and that's all that. Annette Bening plays the swimmer, Diana Nyad, in the movie. We also have Jodie Foster is in it. Reese Ethans is in it. Um, and our, I haven't seen it, full disclosure, but our film reviewer, decided, Adam Menta saw it, and she absolutely loved it. She thought the performances were wonderful. She was, I mean, this is a no-brainer, but she was so... Foster and Annette Betting in particular, and I think it's really going to be in the Oscar and awards conversation. So if you want to get on the ground floor, that's on Netflix right now.
1: And that's called NIAD. We're going to take a break, get you to a better cell. Uh, Alexander Zalbin uh, from Decider.com. Mary has a look at your weather right now. happy friday to you wendy snyder in for lisa dent alexander zalbin on the line with us managing editor over at decider.com um all right alex um i'm a big big brother fan i just want to know am i the only one watching it or is it doing okay ratings wise no, it is
0: one of the most consistent performers on TV, so you're really? definitely not the only one who is watching it. Uh, you know, to be fair, it's not like the biggest show on TV or anything like that, but across multiple days, it basically gets the same ratings every time out of the gate, so just like I assume you are, everybody is watching it pretty much every day or catching up with the can on streaming, plus you've got the feeds on Paramount+, Plus that people are checking out, and... As far as I can tell, I'm not a frequent watcher, but we have um, one of our writers, Brett White, does a great job of covering the show when he can pop in and out. And it seems like a fun season as well this year. It seems like some crazy things are happening with the cast. Um, so, yeah, there's still a lot of interest in the show. You should be watching it for a long time to come.
1: Good. Uh, it is one of the best casts uh, uh, that I've seen where you don't really have an enemy. You like everyone. Um mm-hmm. So that's my only reality show I watch. I, I love Pirates. Our Flag Means Death is a Taika Watiti production. It's so funny.
0: So good. It just finished its second season. And really, without getting into spoilers, heartbreaking and emotional. Yeah. Uh, it is a very funny show, but it can get very poignant and sad at the same time. It's also incredibly romantic throughout the two seasons. And I really do hope they... At the current time, have made no determinations, but I really do hope they pick it up for a third season because apparently that's where they're going to finish up the story. Uh, for anybody who hasn't checked it out, it has plenty of famous pirates in it. Taika Waititi plays Blackbeard in a very different way than what you might expect. Uh, the main character is uh, Steed Bonnet, the gentleman pirate, who is also real. So not only is it very funny, not only is it romantic, but you can learn a little real history
1: Yeah, I did not know that these were real pirates, so very mm -hmm. interesting. Um, Something on the binge list, I don't know how I came across this, but it's a show called Bad Sisters, and it is um, several sisters that are Irish. I was looking at the credits at the end, and I saw Eve Hewson, and I said, oh, I know Paul Hewson that's Bono. So Bono's daughter mm. is in this show called Bad Sisters. I loved it. I think I heard it was just renewed. Yeah, it's been picked
0: up for a second season. This is another Apple TV show. And like you said, it's about a bunch of sisters that get kind of involved in maybe a murder a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll, say. I'll tease. Uh, and it comes from Shannon Horgan, who did a Couple of incredible shows. I'll highly recommend a show called Catastrophe in particular, which is this amazing comedy that she did for a couple of years with Rob Delaney, who people probably know from his online fun tweets and other things Uh, but bad sisters is great Uh, it's one season currently on apple tv but like you said picked up for a second season which is very pleasantly surprising uh so well worth checking out
1: it's really good and so let's talk marvel uh there might be a crisis going on there's been a pretty big scandal involving one of its biggest stars give us the info on this yeah,
0: there's a bunch of different things that are going on. The th- thing about the star is Jonathan Majors, who stars as Kang, one of the villains in Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania, and is supposed to be their big thing, sort of if you know, Thanos from the first bunch of Marvel movies. Kang is the next big villain that's leading them through everything else. Jonathan Majors back in March, I believe, was accused of assault by his then-girlfriend or person he was seeing. Since then, a lot of other accusations have come out about him. To be clear, there's nothing been deemed. He has a court date, which keeps getting pushed back, so there's been nothing official. But in the intervening time, he's been basically dropped by every project that he's been on, except for Marvel. He not exactly sticking by him, but they also aren't saying anything about it. And to be frank, from the entertainment perspective, it's really become this albatross around the neck, particularly now that they are airing Loki Season 2 on Disney+. Plus in which he is a major character, and a recent report came out from Variety talking about this and a lot of other things. They've talked about recasting him, they've talked about changing the villain, uh, but an insider who's seen the finale of Leckie, using a very salty language, basically said they're in big trouble uh, based on where the plot ends up at the end of that season for what's going forward. So they're having trouble with that, and they're kind of scrambling to write the ship anyway since box office and interest have been flagging a little bit. It's still one of the biggest entertainment franchises in the world, but one of the like the Marvels is coming out next week, and it looks like ticket sales are going to be some of the lowest in the history of the MCU. Wow. So we're looking into a lot of possibilities from that recasting to potentially bringing back the original Avengers actors, including Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. So we'll have to see what happens. It's a very interesting time for a company that has dominated entertainment for the last decade.
1: Definitely. And uh, I just want a a little pick-to-click out here, because if you need something to binge-watch, if you haven't watched it, Alex, you know what I'm going to talk about. If you haven't seen this show, listeners, you have got to watch Reservation Dogs. Give a brief synopsis. This is such a special show, too.
0: It's really wonderful. It's all on Hulu now and it actually concluded uh, so you can check out all three seasons. But it focuses on a bunch of kids living in an indigenous reservation. There's despite the name reservation dogs, there's only light nods to the uh, reservoir dogs by Quentin Tarantino. Right. There's some you know, little Easter eggs and things not really a crime show. It's more about these kids hanging out and living and exploring what their world is like. It deals with some really serious issues involving Indigenous people. So particularly now that it is Indigenous People's Month here in November, it was a great watch. But just like Our Flag Means Death, which we were talking about earlier, another show from Taika Waititi, it's also very funny at the same time. The cast is phenomenal. It's been nominated for multiple Emmy Awards, and I think it's even won a couple. Definitely, definitely check it out. You can watch the complete story at this point because it's all on Hulu.
1: And I believe everyone involved in this show, actors, writers, directors, are all Native mm-hmm. Americans.
0: Yeah, which is pretty fantastic. Yeah. thing that you don't really see. It also tells stories that are atypical of what you might expect from that sort of entertainment and uh, therefore are a little more truthful to the experience, at least as far as I've heard.
1: Yeah, I learned a, uh, some history lesson uh, lessons about indigenous people that I never knew <laughs> what happened. So That's the thing about Taika Waititi's shows as we're discovering
0: on uh, this radio interview is you learn a little history, you laugh a little, you have a good time.
1: And when do the vampires come back, speaking of Taika Waititi?
0: Oh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows just finished up its fifth season, I want (laughs) to say. It's so good. Uh, But they'll be back. It's already been picked up for a sixth season. Um, So given the SAG strike, we don't know exactly when that's going to happen. Um, The fifth season just aired, but I would expect sometime next year, again, if the strike wraps up.
1: Well, we'll talk to you again about that, and great to talk to you. It's been a while, Alex. Yeah, thank you
0: so much, Wendy. Thanks for having me on.
1: Absolutely. Alexander Zalbin, managing editor over at Decider.com. And if you're into TV, really, it's a great website to check out and uh, find some things to binge watch as winter kicks its ugly face into ours. Uh, we have news coming up next with Steve Bertrand from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom here on 720 WGN. Mm-hmm.